Good morning, people. I just landed in your town. Welcome to the podcast. I like to fly through the danger zone while playing the Top Gun anthem. Hashtag, Hashtag just, just saying. saying. I remembered. <laughs> I remembered who I am and what I'm doing. Well, who the hell are you? I am Tara. To my right, I am is Rodriguez. Rod, what is it? Rodriguez. Rodriguez. Sean is doing the Coke name. <clears throat> uh, <laughs> I almost call it the Coke name challenge, but nobody. I don't like that. Would mean other people would have to do it. <clears throat> Yeah, and I ain't challenging anyone because this is my idea. <laughs> <clears throat> Use it if you want, but... Start it here. Yep. Yay, copyright. So, Sean, uh, Sean <clears throat> is Rodriguez for the rest of the uh, podcast. I will try to remember that. No, you won't. I won't, well, you'll, you'll try. I you try. Won't. I always try. <laughs> but I just fail a lot. <laughs> That's the nature <clears throat> of the beast. Oh, my goodness. <clears throat> Rodriguez. Did you have a spectacular week? Yes. Fantastic. <laughs> uh, I hope you? everybody out there as well had a spectacular week. Raise your hand if you had a spectacular week. <laughs> <laughs> oh, as usual, we record a video version of the podcast. We post that up on YouTube. YouTube. So if you want to watch instead of listen, you have that option. You want to watch. <laughs> Also, also on YouTube are the uh, Urbex videos that we do. You can check those out as well. That is my dog losing her shit. I don't know why. Dogs <laughs> bark. What can I do? You should see the lighting over here from uh, the sun coming in, hitting your, your flag. Yeah. It's got the red part going on my arm, so my arm looks like a sunburn. Nice. <laughs> sunburn? No sunburn. <laughs> sunburn. Paleness. <laughs> Ouchie. <laughs> Better. Whitey. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, I have, I've, um, you what? I've had a crazy week. My sister got into town last Saturday. Oh yeah. So I've been hanging out with her. Nice. Um, I've been up far too late. Far too late. If I had gotten, like, advance notice, I might have been able to get, like, a couple of days off. Um, unfortunately, I did not. And so... She keeping you up? Yes. I've been up ridiculously late. <clears throat> 11? I've been getting home at, like, 12, 1 o'clock. Good for you. Oh, I'm too old for that. That's what I thought, but I'm <laughs> trying to live the life now. Oh, my God, dude. <clears throat> I can't. I can't. I'm 41 going on somewhere in the 20s. <laughs> Good for you. Because I can't, I can't hang. I'm literally like, I woke up this morning like, I want to call in and sleep. And then I thought, well, there's a lot of people out, so I should, I should be an adult and go in. Boo, adulting. <laughs> and so I went in and like everybody was out. So it was me and one other person. Usually makes for a good day. Well, it. Does anybody else hear a beep? Do you hear a beeping? Yeah, it sounds like Oh. Somewhere outside. Okay. Beep. <clears throat> cool. So. <laughs> yeah. Cool. So I've just been up far too late and it sucks. <laughs> so. <laughs> you gotta get used to it. I don't want to be used to it. I want to go to bed. I want to nap. 
Oh, so here's the other thing, right? It's completely thrown me off my game. <clears throat> is yesterday, I get a notification on my GPS um, that says, due to the Chris Brown concert, expect heavy traffic. And I was like, oh, hell no. I'm not sitting in traffic because of Chris Brown. Because uh, he seems like a jerk. <laughs> so I went to my boss and literally showed my boss the notification. And I said, can I leave early? And she's like, well, how early? And I said, well, can I just skip lunch and leave at 3? She goes, oh, yeah, that's fine. She goes, I thought you were going to ask me to leave at 1. I said, well, can I leave at 1? <laughs> Is that even an option? She's like, not really. I said, oh. Man, fuck you. Well, then why did you? Why? Why? <laughs> Don't so, tease me like that. So I left. I avoided a lot of traffic. It was terrific. Nice. Yes. Uh, because of, we call it, because we are in the uh, age group, we, uh, yes, right, Rodriguez. Yeah. You can. and I, you and I call it Great Woods. Yes. But it's technically the Xfinity Center. Boo. Yes. No name. And so, I don't, people have been using GPS um, apps and stuff to sneak in back ways and stuff. Yeah. So, I know, sneak it in the back way. Whoa, traffic. Boop. <laughs> beep, beep. So, <laughs> so these people have been uh, sneaking in the back way. So, in the town of Mansfield, where the um, uh, venue is, they are closing like a ton of streets. And I'm like, really? Can't you just let people get to the thing? No. You have to... Cock block? Cop block them? Cop blocked. Oh, they do that. Yeah, they were. So, I got another notification today because the concert tonight is, and hold on the seats, kids, Leonard Skinnerd. Now, I have something to say about that in a second, but they were already closing streets. Once. Yeah, they were already closing streets at like 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Naturally. I'm like, why the fuck? Now, now, my other thing with that is that if anybody's familiar with the band, um, and you may or may not be, that's fine. Ooh. I actually thought all the original members were dead. So I'm like, at this point, isn't it more like a Leonard Skinner cover band <laughs> than much. the original bands? Pretty much. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought too. Did you win anything? <clears throat> no. You gotta do like a oh. scan thing. I just realized that. Oh. oh my god, I can pull the name off. Oh. Well, there you go. What the hell? What do I, <laughs> I put it back there? It's, well, I'm, <clears throat> I don't, we'll try. We'll try it this way. If it doesn't work, it doesn't work. What can I do? <laughs> I'm only one person. <clears throat> uh, yeah, so I've been up too late this week, so my brain's kind of fried. <laughs> what I need is a little arrow. Draw a little arrow right here. <laughs> um,. But she is uh, leaving in the wee hours tomorrow morning. Yes, like 5 a.m., I think. So Too early. Ladies and gentlemen, by the time you hear this, Friday night, I will already, I will be gone. Because when, we, when we're done recording, I have to bolt to East Bridgewater to say goodbye, which is going to suck. And part two of what's going to suck about that is that she's a flablot, flablot, <laughs> Flablon. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it. Oh, bleep, 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 bleep. 
Phlebotomist. She's a phlebotomist. Okay. Thank mm. you. That's a person who draws blood. I probably could have saved myself the porky pig moment <laughs> and just fucking said she's somebody that draws blood. Oh, shit. Exactly. <laughs> but I had to be over here like, I'm going to be fancy and say the technical term. Bleep, 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 bleep. <laughs> flip, bleep, 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 bleep. <laughs> so she's a phlebotomist. I got it right twice. There you go. And... So, like I said, somebody drives blood, and I am a notorious tough uh, stick because I have a circulatory condition. Notorious so, T-A-R-A? Yeah. So she asked me the other night, can I draw your blood? And I'm like, why? <laughs> and she goes, well, because you're a tough stick, and I want to practice on people that are difficult to, um, you know, to, to get. And I was like, all right. And I said, well, what are you going to do with it after? You gonna clone me or something? Because the world can't handle two. So she's like, "Yeah, no, I'm j- I'll just get rid of it." <laughs> I was like, "Well, all right." So I told her that she could. So tonight, when I leave, not only am I gonna say goodbye, I have to let her draw my blood. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have a fear of needles. Yeah, I was about to say that. I don't like needles. But this is what I'm doing. Uh, she got my niece the other day. My niece is like 18. I actually videotaped it. It was mm-hmm. hilarious. Because my mom had made this like broccoli dip thing. Mm-hmm. So my niece was eating broccoli dip as my sister was about to draw her blood. And she goes... I just drew blood. <laughs> Very funny. <laughs> so she goes, I don't know if this is blood a good drop. idea. She goes, I don't know if this is a good idea near the broccoli dip. And my sister's like, what are you talking about? And she's like, what if the broccoli dip gets in my blood? She's like, what am I going to do? How's that going to mix? Broccoli. A broccoli. Blood and broccoli. Broccoli. (laughs) Broccoli. Oh, that'd be great if you could like morph into like some new kind of superhero. I don't know what what, uh, broccoli in the blood... You'd just be flatulent, I think. <laughs> You'd be like, fart man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Farting my way through justice. <laughs> oh, goodness gracious. We're in line at the store. Yeah. Well, I bet if you, you know, were doing that, people would get out of line. If they're bad enough, yeah? Yeah, I bet. You move right up there. <laughs> you don't want to wait behind six people? Go ahead and start. Exactly. Go ahead and start. Like you just turn it on and turn it off. Watch them drop. <laughs> drop it like it stinks. Drop plop, it. plop, drop, and roll. <laughs> I don't know. I have nothing for that. Oh my goodness. So, well, I actually have some. I actually. I went digging through the vaults today, this morning, for uh, some fun stuff that I have. We haven't. Uh, we haven't done yet. Good. Yeah. So I'm going to start with this thing. All right. Start with it. Because I'm, I'm hoping it'll be good. <laughs> you um, chose it. should be good. Well, we'll see. Well, you chose it at it's, one point. It should be good. It's been sitting on my mm. docket for a while. <clears throat> That's right. So this is... <laughs> and I don't know why the number is so random, but it's 68... And I owe you one. So we owe one. (laughs) 
That's the actual. That's an actual title of one of our episodes. That is the title of one of our episodes. Sixty-eight, and we owe you one. Something yeah. like that. So, sixty-eight facts you might not know about classic '80s films. I'll which, give you sixty-nine. <laughs> which I kind of feel like between you and I will know all of them. Mm-hmm. But good people might not, and it, you know. All right, well, I'm I, I'm over explaining it, <laughs> so we'll just do it. Well, we like to share information, so. Like to hear it, here it goes. Yeah. Um, here we go. The first film is Ghostbusters. Yeah. Sean knows about Ghostbusters. Um, Dan Aykroyd was inspired to write Ghostbusters due to his Mm great-grandfather, grandfather and father, all having an interest in the paranormal. True. Oh! Well, that's good. (laughs) I've seen him say that in uh, interviews. Check off true. Oh, I know this one is true. John Belushi was originally envisioned to play the role of Peter Bankman, but he died before production started. True. Oh, <laughs> yay. The movie did, however, pay tribute to Belushi <clears throat> by basing the character of Slimer on him. Yep. Also well, as true. they called him, Onionhead. Ah, they called him Onionhead? Yep. It wasn't Slimer <laughs> until the, the real Ghostbusters cartoon. Really? Yep. Oh, yeah, that's that's true. Damn right it is. They ne- oh, shit. <laughs> Slap me with your facts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right on. That was the whitest moment we've ever had. <laughs> he he literally tried to high five me. It was. <laughs> yeah, watch the video for that. I one. wasn't I wasn't prepared for it. You know when somebody's like, hey, and they go to like like high five you or whatever, and you're just not ready, and you're like, oh, this is what we're doing. <laughs> And you just barely hit their palm with your fingertips. It's weird. It's one of the worst looking high fives in the it world. Is. <laughs> it really is. We've documented it now. It's on the YouTube vid. Whatever. But yeah, it was called Onion Head by the uh, production <laughs> crew and everybody. That's a strange name for a <clears throat> thing. Yeah, what's an onion got to do with that? I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't know that the shape of his head was an onion, but all right. He looked like the shape of a pear. Almost. Yeah, I guess. Almost. I guess. Probably more pear-shaped than onion anyway. Yeah. Definitely. And next. <laughs> the film's director, Ivan Reitman, voiced both Slimer and Zool. Yes. Oh, Sean can confirm. <laughs> <laughs> see what happens when you watch all the extras on DVDs I and guess. Blu-rays? I, oh, all right. <clears throat> Let's see if you know this one. Yes. Iconic porn star Ron Jeremy makes a cameo as an extra in the crowd. Ooh! Stumped. Oh! Finally! I didn't hear that one. You never heard of that one? No. I don't know. Well, the other five are true, so I'm willing to believe that number six is true as well. I'll I'll agree. (laughs) We'll agree and we'll move on. Second that. And it's been seconded, so we're stuck with it. Motion carried. Yeah. The next film is a film I know nothing about. Yay. <laughs> uh, Labyrinth. I don't know it either. You don't know Labyrinth either? Then we'll, we'll breeze through these I know facts. of it. I think I saw the DVD and the... I know David Bowie's in it. <laughs> That's all that I know. Um, I think I saw the DVD in the, the $4 bin at Walmart recently. <laughs> there you go. If any of these facts strike your fancy, you can go out to the bargain bin and get yourself a copy of Labyrinth. There you go. It's all good in the hood. 
Helena Bonham Carter, Sarah Jessica Parker, Jane Krakowski, Laura, Laura Dern, and Marissa Tomei all auditioned for the role of Sarah in Labyrinth. Hmm. Okay. Cool. Jareth, as played by David Bowie's iconic bulge. Bulge! <laughs> That's a fun word. Yeah. Iconic bulge was an intentional costume design choice. They Actually. wanted to make him a young girl's idea of a pop star, which apparently means a big bulge. <laughs> Jarrett's face is hidden throughout seven scenes. Sure. Oh, that makes you want to look for him, huh? So where's Waldo? And this is sad. Labyrinth was the final film Jim Henson directed before his untimely death. Aw. Aw. No. Oh, no. Poop. Next, we got this. 16 Candles. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good movie. Yes, it is. John Hughes was inspired to write 16 Candles after he received a headshot of Molly Ringwald. (laughs) That's it? That's all it took? He got motivated real quick, didn't he? (laughs) But What came first, though? The chicken or the egg. (laughs) 16 Candles? Yeah. Or Breakfast Club? I think Breakfast Club came out, so he already had her. I think well, 16 Candles was first. Was it? Wasn't it? I don't know. <laughs> well, you know what? People <clears throat> people can check that out. Google it. Um, Vigo Mortensen was almost cast as Jake Ryan. Uh, what's he look like? I honestly don't know. But... I mean, the guy who played Jake Ryan really mm. hasn't done much since. Right. So he's living somewhere in like the middle of the country. He could know. be doing Comic Con appearances. Could people would probably people still like him? Though. Yeah, I'm sure people would probably oh, pay. He'll always be my Jake Ryan. Oh Lord! No, you know what would be funny? Oh, hunk. <laughs> you know what would be funny if they made a copy of that test she took out in the beginning? Oh, yeah. And it's like, name somebody, this is Jake Ryan. And then have him sign it. <laughs> That's nerdy shit. <laughs> um, and the last one, the cake in the iconic final scene was made out of cardboard. Nobody's having any goddamn cake. That's they're, a shitty birthday cake. They're too busy tasting each other. Ew. Okay, you know what? <laughs> If anybody has seen uh, 16 Candles, you know the thing that really distresses me about that scene is they're sitting on top of the glass table. Yeah. How's the glass table holding both of them, and how is her dress not catching fire? Uh, All right. Never noticed the fire part. (laughs) Never even entered my head because I was too busy focused on the fact that they're going to fall through the glass table and die. Someone's going to the ER. How did this happen? We were making out on top of a table. Well, you deserve it. Breakfast Club's 85. 16 Candles was 84. Okay. There you go. So, like you said, I came first. Now, we you just mentioned Breakfast Club. The next movie is Breakfast Club. Nice. <laughs> Good lead-in, unintentionally, Rodriguez. Yeah. You know, That's that. twice I got the name right. The original title for Breakfast Club was mm. Detention. Makes sense. Which seems a little too on the nose. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you guys here? Detention. <laughs> on a Saturday. 
What shitty school makes you go to detention on a Saturday? Sherman. Yeah, Sherman High School. <laughs> Sherman, Illinois. 60062. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, this is a fun fact. Ooh. John Cusack was almost cast in the role of Bender, Bender. before it eventually went to Judd Nelson. Mm-hmm. Okay. There's no fucking way Cusack could pull that off. No. Not at all. Sorry, John. No. I'm not sorry, John. No way. I don't represent what you said. It's going to be a little disclaimer at the bottom. Tara's opinion is strictly Tara's opinion. Yep. <laughs> no, it's just, he looks too baby-faced. Yes. He can, and he looks like, hey, can I walk you home? <laughs> he looks too goofy. <laughs> There's no way. Uh-uh. But... Having said that, I do love One Crazy Summer and Better yes. Off Dead. Yep. Those are like his best. That's your best work, John. Yes. So I don't think it was really a loss. No. He did some good stuff. Yes. Yes. <laughs> oh, and John Cusack had a bit role in Sixteen Candles. Yes. He was one of the. I know. He was one of the nerdy friends. <laughs> yep. One of Farmer yeah. Farmer Ted's friends. <sighs> <laughs> oh, you know. <laughs> Black and white would just capture the moment so good. (laughs) (laughs) It would. It would. Okay, the library where the gang serves detention in the film was actually a converted high school gymnasium. Ooh, facts. Oh, shit. Hashtag facts. Wow. I thought thought it was a regular library. No. I like the way it was structured. It's cool. I know. Upstairs and everything. It looked like a very fancy library. I liked it. Yes. Over 10,000 books were used to set dress the library. The books were donated by the Chicago Public Library. Oh, how nice. I know. Good for them. Did they get them back? <laughs> I don't know. Donated usually means, like, you're not getting your shit back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're like, hey, Tara, can you donate me $10? <laughs> I'm never going to see my money again, am I? <laughs> nope. No. Donation. Anthony Michael Hall's real-life mother and sister play his character Brian's mother and sister in the film. Yes. Yes. Oh. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just reading the next one, and I'm like, wait a minute, did he? Oh, yeah, he did. John Hughes made a cameo at the end of The Breakfast Club. Yes. When he wait. played... Oh. Brian's dad. Yes. Yeah. Mr. Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> did your mom marry Mr. Rogers? No, no Mr. Mr. Johnson. Johnson. You married Mr. Rogers. <laughs> I did. I did. Yeah. I live in the neighborhood. <laughs> okay. It's a beautiful day. <laughs> Always. Okay. The next one is Pretty in Pink. We're just totally with John Hughes right now. And Molly Ringwald. And Molly Ringwald. Yes. This is the third one with her in it. This one's got Ducky. It does. Oh, and speaking of which. Quack. The original. <laughs> a- the. <laughs> okay. The actor who was first considered for the role of Ducky in Pretty in Pink. What? Give me a guess. We're talking, what's Pretty in Pink? Like 88? I think. Because she did that after Breakfast Club. So we'll say 88. I want to say 86. All right. Well, even even so. I don't know. You don't, oh, all right. <laughs> Robert Downey Jr. Oh. Originally. All right, man. Considered for the role of Ducky. <laughs> I don't. I'm thinking. You know what? He could have. He could have done that. 
Yeah. He could have done that. Although, I mean, like, if John Cry didn't have that... He wouldn't have two and a half he would He wouldn't have had a lot in his life. Man. He, would, he wouldn't have had a lot. In the original ending to Pretty in Pink, Andy, as played by Molly Ringworld, and Ducky, as played by the aforementioned John Grier, ended up together. Test audiences hated it. So the ending was reshot with Andy winding up with Blaine, <laughs> as played by Andrew McCarthy. Andrew McCarthy was also in a shit sounds ton like, of 80s movies. Sounds like a major appliance. Blaine. <laughs> That's a shitty name. Blaine. I want to punch you. Claire? That's a fat girl's name. <laughs> it's a family name. <laughs> uh, the next movie is E.T., the extra, extra, extra terrestrial. Phone home. Steven Spielberg's original concept for E.T. was a story of a family that is terrorized in their home by five aliens. That would have been a much different movie. Yeah. <laughs> oh my me. god! Oh my god! They gotta kill us. Pre and pink, eighty-six. Ooh, good for you. Yeah. I had that all types of wrong. Why did I think it was eighty-eight? Uh, I don't know. No. Cause she looked older. She looked a lot older in that movie to me for some reason. <sighs> they all did. But I mean, you know, they just gave her Maybe a haircut. Breakfast Club. I think they were all in the twenties playing teens. Oh yeah. <laughs> This is good. The candy, ooh, piece of candy, that E.T. eats was supposed to be M&M's. But Mars, who manufactures M&M's, turned down Spielberg's request to use it in the film. How do you feel now, motherfuckers? Oh, suck it, M&M's. It's still huge today. And let it melt in your mouth. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha sex joke. Now you dick. Spielberg then approached Hershey's, who allowed him to use its Reese's Pieces, which, of course, had its sales skyrocket after the release of the film. And whenever I watch E.T., I want to have Reese's Pieces while eating it. No. I'm watching. Little piece of candy. (laughs) Piece of candy. Piece of candy. Harrison Ford's cameo as Elliot's principal was cut from the original film. It's on the extras on the uh, recent discs. How could you cut out Harrison Ford? Mm, that was 82, yeah. Yeah, he was, he was big. They should have. This is wrong. It's wrong. Maybe it's just a dull scene. I protest. Protest! <laughs> okay. Great. The next one I know you're going to know. Back to the future. Great Scott. 1.21 gigawatts. <laughs> my friend, a friend of mine, uh, called <laughs> my friend a friend of mine... <laughs> That's a really long name, but, yeah. you know. My friend, the friend of mine. Friend of mine. Um, called me up Wednesday night, and I happened. It was happening. As it happened, that was the only night that I have been home. And I was able to do laundry and tidy up a little bit. I haven't been home at all. It's been Hi, crazy. Tina. Huh? Hi, Tina. Oh, it wasn't even Tina. It was a different oh. friend. Yeah. Fuck me. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's shocking. <laughs> So he said, what are you doing right now? Because I sounded weird, apparently. Uh, you know why I sounded weird? Because nobody should call anybody. He even called me up, and I don't get phone calls. So I'm like, yeah? Did I interrupt something? Were you sleeping? I think I know who it was. No, but I don't talk on the phone. Why are you calling me? Anyway. When was the last time I actually called you or you called me on the phone? I think it was like a year ago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> If it was, it was really important. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> or really important information. Yeah. I we, mean, we always text. Well, texting is easier. 
Mm-hmm. Plus, if you come, plus if somebody comes back and says, "What did I say?" I can literally say, "Boom! You said it right here." Oh, oh, thanks. Yeah. I forgot. So he said, "What are you doing?" And I said, "Well, <laughs> I am down trying to figure out an emulator for my <laughs> iOS." And I said all these technical things, and he goes, "Oh." He goes, well, you and Doc Brown trying to get to present time or something? <laughs> <laughs> and I started laughing, and I was like, 1.21 gigawatts? <laughs> He's like, yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I, that was like the fun. That was the funniest thing he said in the conversation, by the way. He was like, oh, you and Doc Brown trying to get to the present? Matter of fact, I am. <laughs> Hopefully it's changed a little bit, and I have the arc where I have a lot of money. <laughs> That's the storyline I want. The rich storyline. <laughs> the alternate. Yeah, I want the alternate universe. Where the timeline skews into this tangent. Yes. Anyway, back to the future uh, things. <laughs> Dis- Facts. Disney rejected the script for Back to the Future because of the incestuous storyline involving... Of Marty and his mom in the 50s. Yep, of Marty and his mother falling in love. Technically, she was in love with him. It was not reciprocated. Right, because he knew who she was. Yeah! So, I mean... She was just like an animal in heat. (laughs) She even... When the... One of the uh, um, interviews with her... Yeah? She actually says that. She acts like a girl, like an animal in heat. Mm-hmm. You know my problem with that movie? That I have a he few. Didn't fuck her? Huh? That he didn't fuck her? No, 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 no. <laughs> Here's my problem, Rodriguez. <laughs> That's three. Here's my problem. Um, among among several, this is my big thing. Now she meets Marty slash Calvin Klein. In, <laughs> it's written all over your underwear. In 1955. Yes. Right. See. Then. Uh, is kind of lustful after him, Aww. ends up with George. Marty goes back to the f- the future. Oh, title. He goes back <laughs> to the future where, you know, oh, they have a happy family, whatever. George never, in, in this timeline that we're aware of, asked his wife why their son looks awfully like the guy <laughs> that, she was, up. that she was trying to hook up with back at the enchantment under the sea because <laughs> that would raise a lot of red flags don't you remember him telling you that tell Lorraine she's your destiny but he not and, your density your destiny and because he screws it up <laughs> and he's the third born presumably yes. so what's up <laughs> and they do they listen to his advice on not going so hard on him when he sets fire to the carpet at eight? Well, I don't... They we'll, don't say anything about that. That we'll never know. Nope. But they have two kids who uh, don't really look like them, but that's that's <laughs> fine. And then Marty, who looks like the, the, George. the guy from way back when. Yeah. I don't understand how he's just like, all right, we're, we're totally cool. I'm totally fine with this, whatever's going on. Uh, I think I remember reading something somewhere about it. Like, yeah. That secretly George knows and somehow he incorporated it into his book. That that it was actually Marty who went back yeah. in the past? Even though he never asked him how he got back there in the first mm. place. 
You know what? That's like one of the only answers I accept. Because the alternative is that she somehow found Marty in the future, slept with them, and had a baby. <laughs> that's one way to get him look like that. That's that's all that I can come up with. So the next one. <laughs> oh God. So the next one is, and this is pretty uh, common knowledge, but Eric Stoltz was originally cast as Marty. When yep. The producer's first choice of Michael J. Fox was unavailable due to family ties. Family, he said it. He filmed five weeks worth of footage before he was let go and replaced with Fox, who the producers were able to get after working out a deal with the family ties producers. Bastards. Oh yeah. From what I understand, like it was a it was really a darker film. Mm-hmm. He's kind of an intense prick. <laughs> Well, they wanted Michael J. Fox because the way he acts and uh, the role of Marty McFly is he's supposed to be just reacting to everything around him at all times. Yeah. I wonder if, like, that's still not something that Eric Stoltz is a little bit burned about. You know? I'm I'm sure it was. That was a... The movie's been so huge over the years. Yeah, that was a cream role. And it sucks because when they do that scene where you see George sideways in in the, uh, the calf... He's eating, yeah. his, eating his cereal, and Stoltz kind of goes like this, trying to look 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 at him. <laughs> yeah, when he looks like around, figuring him out. That yeah. scene, you looking at Stoltz's face and looking at uh, Crispin Glover's face. Yeah, Stoltz was a perfect choice to be his son, because ah. they almost look alike. Hmm. So he had that look like he could be his son, but he. he no, he just took the role, like, too serious. Yeah, I think he shot himself in the foot. As they say. Doc Brown was originally supposed to have a pit pet chimpanzee, not a dog. <laughs> no, I'm glad they changed that. Yeah, that would be a little too weird. Michael Jackson took the chimpanzee. <laughs> the I- Bubbles. The iconic DeLorean time machine was originally envisioned as oh, a... Oh. Ooh, all right, what? A chamber. A chamber? Yeah. Mm. What are they saying? Um, the original, um, the iconic DeLorean uh, time machine was originally envi- envisioned as a time traveling... Oh, you you were right. It just, they, they expanded on a little bit. Oh. As a time travel chamber that resembled the refrigerator. Yeah. All I saw was refrigerator. I didn't see the chamber part. Now, you know why they didn't do it that way? What? What? Bob Gale and Robert Zemeckis. Yeah? They were concerned that kids would start locking themselves in refrigerators to role play. Oh, yeah. You know what? I get it. (laughs) I totally get it. Because kids are stupid. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So after that, they went to the, uh, the time machine. Yeah. And their vision for getting the time machine to travel through time was for it to drive through a nuclear site. Oh, jeez. I don't know how the hell that's supposed to work, but I'm, I'm glad they changed their mind on that and went with the way it works now. Agreed. And Ronald Reagan's... <laughs> yeah. Stamped. And Ronald Reagan's 1986 State of the Union Address, he quoted the classic... The yes. He quoted the classic last line from the film, where we're going, we don't need roads. Yep, he actually said that. That, and that's funny because in the when he goes back, when Marty goes back, and he said, well, who's the president? Ronald Reagan. The actor? 
Who's vice president? Jerry Lewis? <laughs> oh. They said that um, when Ronald Reagan actually had a private screening at the White House yeah. for that movie, when they made that joke about him, they said that Ronnie was laughing his ass off so hard mm-hmm. that he asked the projector guy to uh, rewind it and watch it again. <laughs> hey, go back in time. <laughs> I want to see that shit again. Gotta get back in time. I know. Okay, the next one is Beverly Hills Cop. Yeah. Yay. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, both Mickey Rourke and Sylvester Stallone turned down the role of Axel Foley in the Beverly Hills Cop before it eventually went to Eddie Not totally true. Oh, we have a possible fraudulent fact. Fraud facts. They had Stallone. Yeah. He kept changing the script on them. Ooh. He was turning it into what the movie Cobra is. Ah. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. So were they working on it and he's like saying this, this, and this? And then when he eventually got fired or he left, did he go make Cobra based on that? Pretty much. Oh, did he make Cobra first? No. And then was just trying Cobra to turn it. Cobra came after that. Oh, okay. Because the way his character is in Cobra is pretty much how he's trying to write the Axel Foley character for himself. Oh. And uh, Jerry Brockheimer and them, they weren't too thrilled with him keep making changes daily. Hmm. And they wanted uh, Eddie Murphy. Yeah. They were fighting to get Eddie Murphy, and they they were able to get him, obviously. But Eddie! Glad they did. I know. It was a great, uh, great film for him. Uh, and, and, like as, a breakout. and as a quick PS, Mickey Rourke as Axel Foley would have completely sucked. Yeah. He's horrible. Boo! Horrible! Whore! A bull! <laughs> <laughs> uh, Murphy was only 23 years old when the film was released. <laughs> that is young as fuck. <laughs> Beverly Hills Cop wasn't only the highest grossing film of 84, it was also the highest grossing R-rated movie of all time. Until the Matrix Reloaded kicked it out of the top spot in 2003. Bye, Felicia. Yeah. Well, I mean, and that's all that they have about it. <laughs> I was expecting, like, some uh, some fact facts. But we yeah, because of the ones facts. I know. I, I was on a roll here. You were. I'm getting them before you can say them. I know. I'm like, huh, who knew that Back to the Future is supposed to be a, a time chamber? I didn't know that. Yeah. Sean knew that. No, Rodriguez did. Oh, shit! <laughs> then he told Sean. So, the next film is, uh, I have no knowledge about this movie, but luckily there's only one thing. One thing? Terms of Endearment. Good. Glad there's only one thing. <laughs> uh, let's see. Sweetie, honey. Honey! Go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> um, pookie. What's up, Pookie? Baby, baby. Uh, after Burt Reynolds turned down the role of Garrett Breedlove in terms of... <laughs> that is a last name for the ages, my friend. That sounds, like a porn, that sounds like a porn name. It really does. Say it again. <laughs> Garrett Breedlove. <laughs> He's breeding his love into him. Ew. <laughs> giggity, giggity. Oh, boy. Uh, 
In terms of redeemment, the role then went to Jack Nicholson, who went on to win the Academy Award for Best Supporting Actor for his performance. Ta-da! Sorry, Bert. The next one is The Color Purple, which I also haven't seen, so... But there's only one. <laughs> it was Quincy Jones who suggested that Oprah Winfrey play the role of Sophia in The Color Purple. Jones discovered the then-unknown Winfrey after catching her local TV show. She was hosting AM Chicago while on a trip to Chicago. <laughs> Uh, the next well, one, that makes sense. Doesn't it, though? Yes. The next one is Steel Magnolias, which uh, my aunt... Give it back! My aunt <laughs> loves that fucking movie. Don't steal it. Give it back. <laughs> Keep it. Before casting Julia Roberts in the role of Shelby in Steel Magnolias, ah. producers considered both Winona Ryder and Meg Ryan. In fact, Ryan was attached to the role after she dropped out to star in When Harry Met Sally. Her character's name is Shelby? Yes. When Harry Met Sally, which is the next movie. Uh, in the first draft of the screenplay for When Harry Met Sally, Harry and Sally did not end up together, nor Efron, who wrote the screenplay, felt it would be more realistic. Mm. The movie could have cast completely differently. First choice was Albert Brooks. He turned down the role of Harry, while Molly Ringwald turned down the role of Sally. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Also in the movie was Carrie Fisher, who actually was quite good. Hmm. Yes. Next, The Karate Kid. Yeah. I know. Original, I figured... right? Original? Oh, yeah. Hell good. yeah. Good. These are 80s movies, friend. Not the Jackie Chan remake. Oh, hell no. These are 80s movies, friend. Good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bring it. All right. Pat Morita. What is, what is his, like, for... it's like something Pat Morita. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, all right. Norigati or Nor- yeah. Norigati. Pat, anyway, Pat Morita was originally turned down for the role of playing Mr. Miyagi in The Karate Kid because producers felt audiences would not be able to separate him from his comedic character Arnold oh, on yeah. Happy Days. Well, he pulled it off and that shut you people up, didn't it? <laughs> and a middle finger to you, too. <laughs> Fuck before, you. Oh, this is a sweet peach. Before <laughs> before casting Ralph Macchio as... Macchio. Dan, well, I, I'll pronounce it how I you like You almost it. said it like the cherry. Maraschino. <laughs> as Daniel LaRusso, the role was Daniel's turned son. down by Charlie Winning Sheen. <laughs> that would be weird. It would be a weird movie, wouldn't it? Yeah. I can't see Charlie Sheen being Daniel. No, I can't. No. No. Uh, Okay, next. While Ralph Macchio might have looked like a scrawny baby-faced teen, he was, in fact, 22 years old when he filmed Karate Kid. (laughs) (laughs) That's, like, par for the course, though. They usually have, like, 20-year-olds play, like, 17-year-olds. Yep. Okay. Next. Oh, yeah, you did. Yep, I met him. I and was, I met William Zepka, too. I was like 10 feet away. I was there. I saw it. Witness. Witnessed. Uh, three Men and a Baby. <laughs> three Men and a Baby is actually a remake of the actually. 1985... Uh, actually. French film Three Homes at... Uh, I'm not even going to fuck it. It's French. It's a French <laughs> remake. Oui, oui. I can't pronounce French things. French dressing. 
France. Bread. Peru. <laughs> there was slash is a long-standing urban legend that the ghost of a boy who died in the apartment where three men and a baby was filmed appears in the film. The ghost is actually a cardboard cutout of Ted Dance's character, which can be seen earlier in the film. Also, the apartment scene in the film was actually a set. Yes. Yes. For years, that was just a big mystery. I know. I know, but it's it's cool to have something creepy attached to something, though. If you don't know. Yeah. The camera's following uh, some of the actors like this. Going yeah. Down, going down the hall. They pass a window with, like, little curtains. Mm-hmm. And when they go one way, you can see this figure of, which looks like a little boy with a shotgun or something. Mm-hmm. Just standing there in clothes that he would have wore in, like, the 1800s or something. Yeah. And then when they pan back, he's gone. Yeah, <gasps> that's like a minute later. He's gone. Poof. <laughs> <laughs> I just I just nodded. I agree. Okay. Fast times at Ridgemont High. Pizza just... dude. <laughs> <laughs> I just ordered a little pizza on our time, Mr. Hand. <laughs> the guy's name was Mr. Hand. Weird. Vans. Do we want to know why? No, that was just his name. I know, but do we want to know why? He's teaching a class of kids. I don't know. I don't know. He doesn't put a hand in Huh? I'm lost. I'm making a gross joke. Compass me back. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a good title, by the way. Compass me back. Usually a lot of movies back then, the teachers always made passes at some of the students. Oh. So he had a hand in things. Yeah, but he was old. Well, old not, to say, not to say he couldn't be a pervert when you were old. Uh, Vans became a national shoe brand after Sean Penn's character in Fast Times at Rismont High, Jeff Spicoli, was seen wearing the iconic checkerboard sneakers. And that's all we got. Ta-da. The next movie, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Yay! He got a lot done in that another day. Another John Hughes. <laughs> it is another John Hughes movie. So much to do in, in Chicago. One day. So much to do. In the original cut of Ferris Bueller's Day Off, Ferris had two more younger siblings, aside from Jeannie. They were completely edited out of the final cut of the film. Yes. I feel bad for them. <laughs> it's the younger siblings who always get cut out. Yep, because they don't <laughs> want to give them lines and they don't want to pay them. That's right. While Ferris Bueller was set in Chicago... The home where Ferris and his family lived was actually located in actually. Lo- actually in Long Beach, California. To make the house look like it was located in Illinois, the production crew removed palm trees and created special facades to make eucalyptus trees look like pine trees. Wow. Yes. I know that about it. Oh, new fact. Yay. Ben Stein's classic economic lecture scene was completely improvised and done in one because he knew all that himself already. Oh, I'm sure. He's mm-hmm. uh, Ben just, Stein's money. Yep. <laughs> Give us some. Yeah, really. I don't know if you have any left. But he, he was really big into that, that stuff. Mm. And um, so he knew all the facts and he figured, okay, I'll just throw this at him. D-O-O economics. Voodoo, Voodoo economics. economics. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The, the tariffs, ne- <laughs> they raise... Lowered. lowered anyone raised raised or raised. lowered anyone 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 know 
They were raised. raised. <laughs> <laughs> now we're teaching. This is it's a good day, folks. Okay, the next movie is Princess Bride. That's it. Yeah, that's it. These sorry. people suck. I'm sorry. This is all they gave me. The next movie is Princess Bride. Hi. <laughs> I like the Princess Bride. I think it's a good movie. As you wish. I say that to Jay all the time. Yeah, Andre the Giant in that. Yes. That's the only part of it, I know. As you wish. The Princess Bride's director, Rob Reiner, auditioned over 500 women. Meathead. Yes, he was Meathead. Auditioned <laughs> over 500 women for the role of Buttercup, including Courtney Cox, Meg My Ryan. My little Buttercup <laughs> has the sweetest smile. And Uma Thurman before eventually chast- casting <laughs> Robin Wright. Dear little Buttercup. You sure. Sweetest smile. Robin Wright, who was originally from Texas, had a, <laughs> had a near-perfect British accent and needed very little vocal coaching. Penn picked up her accent from listening to her father, Penn. who was from England, speak. Penn. I like how they started out <laughs> saying Robin Wright and then changed to her married last name in the middle of the thing. See, they were wrong. Peter Falk, who played the grandpa narrator, thought he Columbo. was too young at the age of 60 to be Fred Savage's grandfather. I don't think that that's worked. true. Yeah, that could work. That would have worked. Yeah, depends when you had your kid. Depends when you fucked. <laughs> uh, the next movie is Star Wars, Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. In the early drafts of Star Wars, The Empire Strikes Back, Yoda was named... Oh, you don't know? Sean's thinking about it. He's thinking about it. I don't know. You don't know? Buffy. The vampire slayer? No, just Buffy. <laughs> just regular old Buffy. Well, I'm glad they changed it to Yoda. Jesus. That would sound silly. Buffy, <laughs> teach me the ways of the force. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to the Dagobah Swamp. Buffy's going to train me. Buffy, may we have lightsaber battles now? <laughs> buff my saber. <laughs> The reason Han Solo was frozen in carbonite was because Harrison Ford had not signed on to do the third film. He didn't Return watch Jedi. it. Had Ford not agreed to do the film, the carbonite would have been used as a way to kill off the character. That's what he wanted. That Yeah, he, that's what he always wanted. He was always strong about that. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Because he felt somebody in the series should get killed off. Mm-hmm. And he felt Han Solo had no real future. He had no parents, no nothing. No. But yet he had Leia, and he was ready to leave her already. Shit. <laughs> like I'd rather die than be with you. Fuck you. I love you. I know, bitch. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's what he was saying. I know. Leave me alone. God. Yeah. That scene, they did like 15 takes. Mm-hmm. And the director wasn't happy with any of them. Yeah. Then he said, um, Harrison, just whatever comes to your mind, just do it. Yeah. Action. Then he said, I know. Because that's something Han Solo would say, because his character was a prick. Yeah, he was. He was a prick. And the director loved it. I'm like, good. Print. <laughs> We're done here. Go to lunch. Craft Services has bagels. Woo! You better have cream cheese. <laughs> Hopefully. Okay, the next one is Star Wars Return of the Jedi. Ah, my favorite. But there's only one. Of course. Originally, Buffy... <laughs> I'm totally calling Yoda Buffy now. I love it. Originally, Yoda was not intended to appear in Star Wars Return of the Jedi, but after Lucas consulted with a child psychologist, 
He decided to include the character so that he could confirm the fact that Darth Vader was really Luke's father. Hmm. That is a weird way. Then they killed him off. Mm-hmm. Dying of old age after being like 500 or 400 years old. Sleep, I must. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Rest. Rest. Pizza yeah. you should bring. Your father is. <laughs> <laughs> I like what Seth MacFarlane did on the the Family Guy version of that. Yeah. As soon as Yoda dies, um, Chris reaches into his his little robe and takes his wallet and charges <laughs> something to his credit card. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, he's not using it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, one more thing. Okay. If his, if his name actually stayed Buffy. <laughs> I'm sorry. I think that's adorable, little Buffy. Just bouncing around like a bunny. Yes. <laughs> Buffy the bunny? Yeah, little Yoda. Hippity hop. Um, think about Weird Al Yankovic's song, Yoda, now. Think You'd about... have to be called Buffy. Yep. That'd be weird now. Met him in the swamp out in Negoma. <laughs> he said, Buffy. <laughs> ba 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 Buffy. Oh, shit. Damn right. All right, the next film is The Goonies. Yay. Goonies. During the filming of The Goonies, Jeff Cohen, who played Chunk, came down with a case of chickenpox. He was so scared he was going to be replaced that he secretly showed up to work sick, and his chickenpox are visible during the iconic truffle shuffle scene. <laughs> Ooh. Little pox truffle. <clears throat> There's one thing I always remember about uh, Goonies. Yeah. Back then, Carrie Green was one of my crushes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I thought there was more to that. Nope. Full stop. Period. That's it. She was just uh, one of my crushes. Okay. Yeah, she was on my list. Okay. And she was also in Lucas. She was. That was a good movie. They gave me more. What? <laughs> By having the other, the other movie, they they gave me more of her. Oh, I see. Yeah. She was cute. Okay. The pirate <laughs> ship that is seen in the Goonies was real. Yes. The film's director, Richard Donner, did not allow the cast to see it in advance. Because they wanted an original reaction from the cast. That is correct. Yeah. That is correct. Friendo. Next. I know there was only two. Next is Stand By Me. Oh. Want to see a dead body? Poke it with a stick? We'll get Buffy. We'll bring Buffy. Hey. Hey. Hey, hey buddy. <laughs> Feeling okay? You alright? Yeah, you're not moving. <laughs> <laughs> you laying there with your eyes open? Well, oh, it's creepy. The cigarettes that the boys smoked in Stand By Me were made out of cabbage leaves. Yeah. Well, I would hope they wouldn't give young men cigarettes. <laughs> Have some cigarettes. Stand by me is closely associated with Rob Reiner, but he wasn't. Uh, but he actually wasn't the original actually? director attached to the film. The film was supposed to be directed by British director Adrian Lin. Yo, Adrian! But he ran way behind schedule on nine and a half weeks. I wonder if he was nine and a half weeks behind schedule. <laughs> that would have been funny. And the producers Could asked be. asked Reiner to step in at the last minute. Rob 
Reiner's good. I mean, he's uh meathead. He handles everything. He's good. American Gigolo. Woo! <laughs> Richard. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Richard Gere took the role of Julian Kane in American Gigolo two weeks before production started after John Travolta, who was originally tied to the role, dropped out. Christopher Reeve, who was producer's first, <laughs> they had in mind for the role of Julian Kane, he turned down a million dollars to play the role. If I had a million dollars. You dumb. He's dumb. <laughs> American Gigolo launched then-unknown fashion designer Giorgio Armani's career. Armani provided Julian Kane, Richard, as played by Richard Gere's entire wardrobe. Armani in my pokey big moment, part two. <laughs> Armani's involvement with the film came after Travolta's management suggested they use him to style the film. Aww. Glad I was able to get all that out. There you go. Okay. Heathers, which I've never seen, so we'll just take it as it comes. Jennifer Conley and Justine Bateman were the original choices to play Veronica and Heathers, the role that eventually went to Renona Ryder. Yes. Brad Pitt was turned down for the role of J.D., the role that eventually went to Christian Slater, because he looked too nice. <laughs> the role intended... I'm sorry. The original intended ending for Heathers was much, much darker. The scene featured... It's not Ver dark enough? Oh, my fucking God. The scene featured Veronica committing suicide after she murders J.D. Well, that brought everything to an ass-clenching halt. Well, originally, yeah, she... From what I hear, she committed suicide already anyway. Oh. It is dark. It is. Well, I guess. Okay. Gremlins. Yay! Na, 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 na. That totally wasn't the... In the original... In the original script... In the original script for Gremlins, Gizmo was supposed to be the villain, Ooh. turning into the Gremlin stripe and becoming the leader of the Gremlin pack. Spielberg, who produced the film, suggested they change that plot because, I like that. because he felt Gizmo was cute and audiences would want to see him throughout the film. He did. That was a good move there, Stevie. Well, they want to remake it. They can do that. This is true. They actually do want to remake it. Actually, uh, well, I don't know if they want to remake it or or have it like as a Gremlins three. Kind I think of thing. I think they want to have it as a part three. And uh, the, yeah. guy, the kid, the guy, that, yeah, the kid, yeah. is a lot older now. The guy that plays Billy is on board on doing it. Yeah, I think that'll be good. But I don't know. Now that you tell me about that little transformation, yeah, I want to see that. <laughs> I love it. He's like, that's the one I want to see. He's cute one minute, and then something happens, and he morphs into Stripe. That'd be pissa. Yeah. <laughs> Gremlins and Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom, which also both happen to be Spielberg-produced films, were responsible for the creation of the PG-13 rating system. Both films, while rated PG, contained lots of violence, but not enough to warrant an R rating. Boo! Oh. So we have Gremlins to thank for the PG-13 rating. Hmm. 
and now almost every horror film that comes out is PG-13. Yeah, what the fuck is up with that? That way they can get younger people to come see it. Oh, gross. What is that? I've been hearing a lot uh, about that Quiet Place movie. Have you seen that? No. No? I don't know. Somebody told me it was supposed to be really freaky. I'm like, well, I don't watch those kind of movies. I don't know. You know what I recently found out it's coming out? <gasps> what? Uh, they have a sequel for that movie that they did that's considered like a thriller or a horror. horror. Mm. Unfriend. Oh, that's the name of the movie? Unfriend? Or Unfriended? Yeah. Yeah? Because you know how you can unfriend somebody on Facebook? Yeah. It's like that. I see. Like, if I remember right, somebody unfriends somebody or unfriends a few people and because of that, a killer or something is coming after them. Okay. I think he kills everybody or... Well, I haven't seen it. I saw it once. Wow. And, and they're coming out with a sequel to this? Yes. Oh. I guess they'll give anything a go. Of course. You know? Oh, that the uh, the Halloween continuation or remake, whatever you want to call it, is coming out this year. I think around October. I'm all right with that because they got... Um... Jamie Lee? Yep, coming back. Yeah. Yep. I actually thought that was pretty cool. Unfriended Dark Web. Oh, dark web? Yep. Oh, don't go near the dark web. That's creepy. <laughs> you might get a virus. Yeah, you might get something else. <laughs> uh, Tim Burton almost directed Gremlins, but would eventually passed over because he never directed a feature-length film before. No, because he was always doing movies that has animate, um, not animatronics. Um, like claymation? Yeah. Yeah. Do, 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 do. Okay. Batman. Keaton. <laughs> Good, our Batman. Yeah. Michael Uslane, the producer of Batman, envisioned Jack Nicholson playing the Joker in 1980. After seeing a photo of him as Jack Torrance from The Shining in the New York Post, Uslane took white out and markers and sketched out the Joker <laughs> over Nicholson's face. But. And this is not on it's the list. A butt. No, 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 no. This is my own. This is my own butt. <laughs> but it's not on the list. Okay. Okay. We both know who okay. the who the original Joker was supposed to be. Don't forget. Tim Curry. Oh. They wanted to. They they were gonna. They were talking to Tim Curry. It didn't happen. Then oh. I think it was gonna be Robin Williams, and that also didn't happen. That would be creepy. I know. And then finally it was Nicholson. Who I thought was really good. He was, I guess. I guess. <laughs> eh. You know. Until Heath Ledger came along years later. Yeah. Uh, you know, if I, if you, if you, you're asking me and you're not, but it's okay. <laughs> um, let's say I'm asking. Let's say you're asking. I actually would take actually. Ledger's Joker over Nicholson's. Yes. Why are so serious? Yeah, and I actually haven't seen that movie in a long fucking time. Me neither. Okay. Fans protested when it was announced that Michael Keaton had landed the role of Bruce Wayne slash Batman. Yay! Warner Brothers, the studio behind the film, received 50,000 angry letters. But he's the best. Yes. So. And who's the worst? Who's the worst, Batman? Yeah. Ooh, Val Kilmer. Mm-hmm. Damn right. Mm-hmm. He was so boring. 
Yes, he was. Uh, Dick Grayson slash Robin was originally supposed Dick. to appear in a small scene played by Kiefer Sutherland. Kiefer. But the scene was cut as the filmmakers felt he was irrelevant to the plot. Hmm. That actually took a little bit longer than I thought it was going to be. That was 68 fun facts from 80s films. Well, I owe you the 69th one. <laughs> I see. Want me to give it to you? I'll give it to you. Oh, dear. I don't oh know what to say to that. <laughs> um, you would have to want it. I don't know what else I have here. We don't have, we don't have a ton of time. So, you always got tons of time. Not in my world, I don't. <laughs> I wish. Ready? Yeah? Why Go! Are you... I have a little Homer uh, figure Sean had given me on the uh, podcast table. Ooh. Yeah. Donut. Oh. oh. No, this This is a little bit too long. That's going to... That'll be another thing. Uh, okay, well... Let's see if I can get through this other thing. Okay. I don't know if it's going to be funny. We'll see. Hmm. Hooray! <laughs> These are fast food stories. Fast yeah, how, yeah. <laughs> food stories. This ought to be good. Maybe, maybe not. <laughs> I ordered chicken nuggets but received chicken tenders. The tenders were bigger and spicier. Ooh. Different texture, etc., and I really wanted nuggets. It was mm. dead, so I went to the counter and asked if I could exchange them for what I ordered. The manager takes the chicken tenders, goes no. over to his young teenage kid and starts yelling at him, and I mean yelling. He told this kid not only was he getting fired, but he was useless and that it was the last mess up he was going to take that day. I stood there awkwardly, and then I got my nuggets. <laughs> I felt awful afterward. Had I known I was going to make some teenage kid lose his job, I would have just eaten the stupid fucking tenders. <laughs> well, there you go. Take your tenders and shut up. Well, you know, you should get what you want. At least yeah. some of the time in this world. When. <laughs> yeah. Remember that? Yeah. When they don't like to give you extra sauce, why don't they like to give you extra sauces? It's like they're hoarding them. This is a meme that uh, Tara sent me like last week. Yeah, it's a match between Shawn Michaels and Stone Cold. Mm -hmm. uh, the top part has Shawn Michaels saying, "Can I have an extra barbecue sauce?" And then the bottom picture is Austin representing McDonald's employee going <laughs> middle finger. Yeah, with the middle finger up. Yeah, it's kind of funny. For the YouTube video, I'm holding it up. Well, I don't know if it's going to make the video. We make the video a little bit shorter, so there's actually different content on the video than there is on the podcast. See, so it'll, it's, it'll, it'll be... You'll like never a, know. It'll be a different experience. You should check it out. Uh, oh, and for the, you know, don't forget to subscribe and like and share and do all that fun shit. Tell other people. Yeah. Spread the word. Yes. Oh. Yes. Yeah. When ordering at Subway, only, speci uh, only specify the toppings you want. Do not say no olives or whatever because all the sandwich artist hears is olives. First of all, <laughs> you're calling him the sandwich artist. I'm not sure I agree with that. How is an artist? I have no fucking idea. 
I tell that to Jay all the time because he'll go into these big long things when he orders food, and I'm like, they're not really listening to you. Like, just shortcut it. Well, I don't know why people do that. They think they're the Bob Ross of uh, <laughs> a deli. I am the Bob Ross of this subway. Happy little lettuce. Happy little lettuce. <laughs> Happy little lettuce. God bless. Here's your sandwich. God bless. <laughs> um, at McDonald's, I ordered a double quarter pounder, no ketchup, no mustard, add mac sauce. I got a double quarter pounder, no ketchup or mustard with mac sauce, but also tartar I sauce. I didn't know they do that. Oh. But also tartar sauce, barbecue sauce, and mayo. Gross. Uh, <laughs> minus the tartar sauce, and I, eh, I don't know. I don't know what Max sauce is. So like Thousand Island dressing? Yeah, pretty much. Oh, okay. It's basically all it is. I see. Hmm. Yes. That's supposed to be their secret sauce. <laughs> <laughs> I got your secret sauce. Yeah. I I routinely enjoy burritos from Taco Bell. I like the way this person says this. I routinely enjoy. They're cheap, delicious, while entirely unhealthy for everyday consumption. They are an indulgence. I will not give up soon. Steadfast. I well, good for you. However, you yet? they there has been exactly only one Taco Bell in the known universe to actually get my order close to correct every single time. Actually, I do not have a difficult order. I order directly from the menu with little to no variance on toppings, substitutions, or additions. I'd like a cheesy double beef, please. Could I get a large Mountain Dew, no ice? I have gotten everything from a chicken burrito to a baked gordito crunch to a bean burrito with extra onion, and it boggles my mind. And yet, I continue to go to Taco Bell, and I'm not sure why. I'm a sad, sorry case of domestic taco abuse. Do you not realize <laughs> the type of people that get hired at these places? Yeah. I like the one we went to that time, and because Sean and I will, will are too lazy to get out of the car. So we do separate <laughs> orders through a drive-thru. So, you know, I pay for mine, and then he'll pay for his own. And we were like, hey, can we, because we do it all the time at other establishments that we go, and we were like, hey, is it cool if we do two separate orders? Uh, we can't do that. Like, why can't you do that? You just ring up one and then ring up another. Just like if a car's behind us. Yeah. No, that's too much. Yep, asking too much of too little. Uh-huh. <laughs> Checkers ordered two Buford's and a chicken sandwich. I got 12 chili dogs. To this day, I have no idea what the fuck happened there. Checkers fucks up my orders all the time. I don't know what checkers are, but you should stop, stop going. going back. Stop going to checkers. <laughs> Checkmate. <laughs> <laughs> I once ordered a McChicken and a small fry. Just wanted a quick snack. They handed me a bag with five bacon double cheeseburgers. I looked in the bag, said thanks, and got the fuck out of there quick. As I was leaving, I heard some guy say, Hey, this isn't what I ordered. <laughs> you got some free food. Get out of there. I was at a Sonic, ordered a burger at Sonic. When you order a Sonic burger, they ask, or are supposed to ask, if you want ketchup, mustard, and mayo. I specified ketchup, extra mayo, no mustard. Burger came out with mustard, mayo, and ketchup. Sent it back due to the mustard. They gave me another one that still had mayo. Ended up sending the burger back three times before they finally gave me the burger with the correct condiments. Uh. By the way, it's not like they were busy. They had one car in the drive-thru, one or two in the lot waiting to order, and me at the table. 
Huh? Idiots. Some people just don't give a fuck. Hmm. Or they're not paying attention or they don't care. Here we go. This one's long. Try to get through it. <laughs> I used to work at McDonald's. It wasn't that bad or anything. They just got nearly every order wrong and were too focused on times rather than making sure they got orders right. I was a cleaner and a customer care assistant, so I had to take orders out to the cars that were waiting for their food. Been there. A lot. I almost always asked people to check their food before leaving because I know how frustrating it can be when orders go wrong. Yes. To clarify, I don't prefer, prepare the food. I don't know what the orders are. I just take it out. I have seen so many monumental fuck-ups, it's ridiculous. But one of the worst has to be when the order was a simple Big Mac meal and a double cheeseburger with no cheese. I took the order out, got the guy to check it, and sure enough, it was wrong. So I went back, had to wait for another burger to be cooked, then took that out, but the fries were cold. So I took it back in and got new fries, then went back, and turned out the double was a single. Jesus Christ! I'm getting a headache! Uh, so they had to get that redone. The guy was getting frustrated at this point. I'm getting frustrated just reading this shit. Which is understandable, especially since he had his kid in the car waiting with him for the past half hour. At this point, I was like, fuck it. I asked the guy if the double was for his son, and he said yes. So I put the double in a Happy Meal box with all the toys we had and uh, that were different. Got them both new drinks, gave the guy two Big Macs, chocolate muffins, ice cream, and apologized for everything. The kids wow. seemed really happy, and the guy did too in the end. They should. But no one should have to wait that long for an order that simple. No. Agreed. No. Ordered a junior chicken meal, which she rang up separately, i.e. one junior chicken, one medium fry, one medium drink. Cost me over six bucks. Wow. After paying, she says there's going to be a wait. After about 15 minutes went by, I honked my horn, and she came back exclaiming she forgot. It was 3 a.m. and Bitch. I know. <laughs> it was 3 a.m., and I was the only person in the drive-thru. Had to wait about another five minutes. Ended up getting my meal for free, but still baffled by what happened. How'd you forget? I don't know. Well, she's probably being a bitch that takes up a lot of time you know probably kept checking her phone or something being a bitch is a full-time job depends when this happened <laughs> while at mcdonald's in texas my brother walked to the counter to ask for ketchup packets the cashier immediately made a vanilla ice cream cone and handed it to him <laughs> i'd like ketchup here's your cone <laughs> i guess like in weird Al's song they were a little burnt tonight <laughs> seriously <laughs> Okay. What did you want? I said ketchup. <laughs> I said, oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm a little burnt tonight. <laughs> Going to McDonald's to get my damn number two with no pickles, no ketchup, they give me damn. They give me two cheeseburgers, no onions, no mustard. They'll rue the day they crossed me. <laughs> I like that. I like this person. I rue you. Rue the day. Drink harder, girl. <laughs> Was in Germany at a train station waiting in a McDonald's. Some kid threw up four or five times in the entrance. Hey. And yet nobody bothered to clean it up. People were just walking through it, jumping over it, whatever, to get in. The disgusting yeah. part was when somebody tried to jump it, ended up slipping and landing back down in one of the piles of vomit. I wish I saw that. That was probably awesome to see. Yes. Okay. I even saw that coming. <laughs> Neither did they. Vomit jump. 
Ugh. Waited waited forty minutes for a McNugget meal, only to only got McNuggets, no fries. Decided not to press the issue since it was jam packed with people, and I wanted to get the hell out. Watched people come and go who came in after me. My friend was pissed as hell. Next time I'll take the drive through. They prioritize you first. Not fucking always, friend. Nope. Uh, um, I have a copy of my email complaint that I sent to Wendy's. Oh, they sent an email complaint to Wendy's. Is it about the fries? Because their fries fucking suck. <laughs> <laughs> They've sucked for years. I literally... Their, their fucking letter starts with, I literally. Okay. We believe you. I literally could, could have picked many more categories, including service, not just cleanliness, this was seriously the worst experience I have ever had in any restaurant, and I have a feeling that the manager was not in. All five employees that I saw were under 18, which, as a 21-year-old, is not entirely an ageist comment. Even though there were only five customers in the store, it took nearly 20 minutes to prepare all five orders after they were already taken. The cashier also had a lot of trouble counting money. Her goal was to give me back $7.02 and change, but took the five out and said, oh shit, out loud, <laughs> thought for a second, and then I reminded her that I needed $2.02 more. All five orders had exactly one item missing from the tray, and all of them were things that the cashier was responsible for. She forgot my chips for my taco salad, the cheese for the two other customers, and an incorrect drink for another. Fire that bitch. I finally made my way to the condiment counter. Condom. Welcome to the condiment counter. Condom. Man. Condiment, <laughs> which had ketchup smeared all over it, including the stack of ketchup cups. Ketchup cups. Try saying that ten times fast. No. There were literally zero napkins, so I had to go ask for some from the behind the counter. Many of the tables had a stray napkin or straw wrapper. While eating at one of them, one of the employees was in the dining room yelling towards the other one at the counter about 20 feet away. Can you please tell Gary to fucking change these garbage cans? About five times. God damn it, Gary. Get off your ass. Lazy fuck. The cashier responded that she didn't want to yell at Gary again. Poor Gary. Now I feel bad for Gary. I don't. I was I was, I was, was against him, and now I'm on his side. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> fuck Gary, no. Rodriguez is very anti-Gary today. <laughs> As I cleaned my tray, I discovered the reason the garbage can so de desperately needed to be changed. I tried all three in the restaurant, but all of them were so full I could barely open the swing door on them, let alone put anything inside. I finally settled for putting my full tray on top of the entire garbage receptacle. I had no other option. None of this is an exaggeration. I am seriously appalled. They sent me tickets for like 10 free items in the mail, used each one for the most expensive item on the menu that I liked. That's how you do it. Over a few months. All right. And the last one, which is good because we're we're about ready to say goodbye to you. Oh. This happened at a Taco Bell in Tucson, Arizona. There were three of us. We ordered one to two items each. No the one, three amigos. No one. Hey, no <laughs> one was in the drive-thru or in the restaurant. It took them 23 minutes to get our food. I would have left after 10. Yeah, I'm very impatient as well. Well, if no one's there, what the hell are they doing? Jacking around. Diddling each other? Diddling. Diddling at the drive-thru. <laughs> All right, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us again. Um, hopefully, we uh, you'll think think about joining us again next week. 
We will be back then. Um, you know you want to. Yeah, you do. So I've talked a lot. I'm going to shut up now. Rod- you, did, you did talk a lot. I did. Rodriguez has got something to tell you. You're See you next good. week. You're pretty good on that. I've done perfect on that name. I'm practically <laughs> flawless. One wrong. Uh, <laughs> ow! That's my punishment. Have a good everything. Do math. Stay in school. And don't hire idiots at uh, fast food joints. <laughs>